Hello, X. Hi, X. Hello, X. Um, Hello, X. You're doing good. Uh, I hope that we didn't screw up the Earth yeah, too much. I want to apologize for this failure now. Hello, X. Hello, X. I'm Annelies Dieberg. I'm Christine Sin. Welcome to a bonus episode of the Hello X podcast, a yoik for the future. In 2016, the Ice Nine team went to Ridu Ridu, a music and art festival that celebrates international indigenous culture and builds pride within local Sami communities, an indigenous group which has traditionally lived in the northern regions of Norway, Sweden, Finland, and Russia. Sami people have been living in the region for at least 5,000 years. Historically, Sami people have also been called Laps, which can be perceived as derogatory. The Ridu Ridu festival takes place in Mandalen in northern Norway. This is Henrik Olsen, who has taken part in the making of Ridu Ridu since its start in the 90s. Not many festivals have contributed to such changes as Ridu Ridu. Ridu Ridu has introduced the Sami society to a number of peoples and equally provide us with insights, experiences and fantastic moments from the indigenous world. As an arena for indigenous artists, Ridu Ridu has become an arena to voice strong opinions. We were doing a chain story game. We had people writing messages to X. For new listeners, X is a young woman living in the Arctic in 50 years. Our Hello X creative team writes fiction stories about X. And this podcast documents the real life stories that inspired the fiction. At the moment, there's three X characters being developed in the Arctic. It could be that one of them is uh, partly Sami or Sami or just influenced by Sami heritage. We don't know yet. How will it be in the Arctic in 50 years? What will Norwegian culture be like and Sami culture and the mix between all different cultures? How much influence do we have over the direction of change? How many of today's songs will we still remember in 50 years? We're interested to hear what you think about how Sami culture might influence X and her stories. Let us know by writing in our forum at forum.hellox.me. The first thing that we saw at Ridu, I think it was Maria and Katarina performing a cappella in the library. And it was the most amazing sounds that they made and this wonderful song. Yeah, it really transported me out of that room somehow. And it was such a strong feeling. Then they announced that uh, Maria and Katarina 
were there for these Riddu sessions and that they were working with Elena Vag Mikkelsen to compose and perform a new Yoik for Riddu Riddu Festival. Riddu Sessions is a new and innovative project with artists Katarina Baruch, Elena Mikalsen, and Maria Helena Mortensen. All of them have, at one point, been selected Riddu Riddu's Young Artist of the Year. Although festival as in a servant, before the festival, they have taken part in two sessions in which they have produced a brand new song and a new yoik. This year's opening concert is the premiere of this project's results. Because we're a really small crew here at Ice Nine, without the resources to hire voice actors to do professional overdubs, Anneli, Marina, Borovaya, and I will be doing the English overdub. Thanks for understanding. Hey, I am Elina Vogge Mikalsen. My name is Elina Vogge Mikalsen. I am 25 years old. Currently, I live in Oslo, and I work as a freelance musician and artist. I was born in Bergen, but grew up in Tromsø, in a village close to Tromsø called Skittenelv. My mother is Sami. She grew up in Mandalen with Sami parents. My dad is from Bergen with Norwegian parents. I have always known that I'm Sami. Many find out that they are Sami as adults, but I've always known. I've had a kofta, which is the traditional garment of the Samis, and I started learning Sami language in first grade. My mother was my first Sami teacher. She had just started learning the language herself, because when she was growing up, her mother didn't teach her Sami language. So who was my first Sami teacher? Sami language and culture have been suppressed by law and custom for centuries. Festivals like Ridu Ridu are part of a transformation of attitudes within and outside Sami communities over the several decades. Um, but I've grown up in a Norwegian society. Nobody will say that I live a traditional Sami lifestyle, but I'm aware of my background and I'm familiar with some traditions. I have Sami cultural roots in Mandalen and Tromsø. I have to deal with being both Sami and Norwegian. I try to feel safe with both identities. I guess it's like this for everyone with a multicultural identity. 
that you sometimes don't know who you are. You're not Sami enough or... Well, people might consider me to be Norwegian, but I struggle with the thought that I'm not... Or with everything we've lost. My priority is to focus on the female voice, the space for women's voices in society, the relationship between the body and the voice. I want to place the voice back into the body because there has been a separation as a way to control the female body and voice. I think it's important to put them back together and let them be free. With Goldmajena, I've written about Sami identity, that I'm both Sami and Norwegian. About taking back my Sami identity, that process. Yeah, that process there, an inherited shame that can suddenly appear and take over about not being good enough. My name is Katarina Barok. I'm 22 years old. I come from a place called Storuman in Sweden and I work as a Sami artist. Language is of deep importance to me, my language, Umesami. This is also why I make music. It is so nice to combine the music with the language which is so much a part of me, so that I can revitalize the language. So that I can lift the revitalization of my language in the music. My name is Maria Helena Fjellheim Mortensen. I'm from Svaken City, a reindeer herding district in Hedmark region. I'm 21 years old. At the moment, I'm working as a freelance musician. I also have South Sami as my first language. I write songs in South Sami, 
and have an umesami yoiking tradition. My wish is to find the sound of our common South Sami yoiking tradition. I knew that yoik was our Sami musical form, but I didn't grow up with it. Men jag har ju inte vuxit upp med det från barnsben av. Jag har rätt och slett I learned to yoik by listening to archive recordings. The first yoik I found was a recording of a yoik that my grandmother said she recognized. Jag visste min akka, min bestemor, och hon sa ju att det här är ju det här är ju familjärt till oss. I went on a road trip with her, 200 miles. From place to place we found yoiks in the archives. Historia, yoika och berättelser reser runt i arkiven och hur har varit en del av det. Den resan man This journey we made, traveling many miles in the car. We had so much time to talk. Then we arrived in Jokkmokk and the next day we went to search in their audio archive. Går vi in i arkivet. I found her father's yoik. I found yoiks of older people that she knew. I put the headphones on her so she could hear. She was listening to herself because she was the one who'd interviewed those older people. A smile appeared on her face. She was hearing the voices of people she once knew but whom were no longer alive. Her face expressed deep satisfaction. The feelings that the yoik gave her then is something she conveys to me now through words. She doesn't yoik herself. This idea that those who lived before you are still with you the yoik is a very strong image of this, because if you have your own personal yoik, you're only really dead when there's no one left to yoik your yoik. You live in the yoik, in the memory. The past, present and future, it's really just the same moment. Den yoiken för mig har som ändå varit med på något sätt. For me, the yoik has always been present in some way. We don't have a particularly strong yoiking culture where I come from, comparing to those further north in Sápmi. But I have had my achi, my grandmother, who yoiked at home. Det har inte varit alls främmande för mig. Och det är som att alltid att jag har 
It is not unfamiliar to me. I have always yoked, but I haven't experienced this strong tradition where you hear places, animals, persons. This is something I've also had to find in archival recordings like Maria. So det är ju någonting som jag får ta in på samma sätt som Maria från arkiven. Alltså det är ju en otroligt och yoga är en otroligt to yoke is a very strong feeling. When I yoke traditional yokes, for example, when I yoke the Ume River, you begin to see the river, hear it within oneself. När man yokar den och liksom som känner den på något sätt. Alltså det är otroligt. This is what is so amazing. It's beyond description. It is so cool how the river can become alive inside. Even though it is not the same as it used to be because people have been building and exploiting the river. The yoke has a force in it which is hard to pinpoint. When I'm on stage doing my own yokes and songs, it is important to me to convey a feeling. And to convey feeling, there is nothing better than the yoke. It's not long ago since I began to relate to yoiking as something that could be mine as well. It was through the Redu Sessions program where Maria and Katarina and I met. And we created our group Golmajenma, which means three voices. I think I have a stronger connection to psalm songs. Psalm songs are important in Mandalin. There is this theory that when the yoik became forbidden, people snuck it into the chapels. And supposedly you can still hear traces of yoiks in the way they sing songs in the Lestadian church. Lestadianism is a Christian revivalist movement started by a Lutheran preacher in 1844. Highly influential in some Sami communities, the Lestadian church forbid yoikin. Samis have lived for a long time along the coast of Norway. 
Norwegians arrived and lived alongside with the Samis. People have lived both separately and more and more together. For so long that it's difficult to say, this is Norwegian, this is Sami. In Mandalen, for example, like many small places, people play the accordion, which is a traditional European instrument, along with other types of music. I don't know if the yoik feels like a personal thing yet. I don't think I have a very mystical relationship to the yoik, and I don't think it needs to be mystical. It makes it uh, inaccessible. I don't feel that the idea of yoik is a mystical connection to something, but there is beauty and it belongs to a good philosophy. It's good to feel the spiritual part of it, yes. But there's nothing magical about it. Just like Samis aren't a magical people with supernatural abilities. In general, if we talk about colonial processes and how they work, how they contribute to exotifying a people, then it's important not to exoticize the yoik, not to give the impression of a static people and culture. When in fact the culture is always changing. A vocal tradition is totally connected to the body, spirituality, feelings, and this is important. This is part of Golmajana's mission, to mix electronic music with yoik and other vocal traditions. It's a contemporary thing. We asked Elena, Katarina and Maria to imagine themselves as the grandmother of our ex, who's a young adult in 2068. They started with memories about their own grandparents. Elena told us a story about her grandmother, who lives in Mandalen, where Ridu Ridu takes place every year. Four years ago, I was making a documentary film with her, and we were together for a whole summer. One day, we went to take a look at the place where she grew up, a place called Storvollen within Mandalen. I thought she was taking me to the house there, which we sometimes visit, where her siblings live now. But we went to the field next to the house. She showed me a place where a gamma stood, the place where she was born and raised. A gamma is a traditional Sami hut built with wood and covered with turf and or soil. There was nothing left. It was just a plowed field. It was quite special to think about. I was close to my grandparents on my mother's side. I visited them a lot on weekends to get away and eat food that my grandmother made, watch TV and stuff like that. My grandfather on my father's side 
that early, so I've never met him. But my grandmother, she was the one that carried the language with her, Umesami. She was a role model, and it was really cool to be together with her and speak Sami. Once when I was around eight years old, I was at my grandparents' home, and my brother and I had a pancake eating contest to see who could eat the most. Och så hade vi tävling om vem som vem som kunde äta vem som kunde äta fräsprätta. My grandma made the best pancakes. My grandfather on my father's side passed away early, but I know the other three really well. They're still in good shape. Both my mother's side and my father's side of the family herd reindeer. Reindeer herding is something we all have in common, an opportunity to exchange culture. The whole family participates in different ways. Handmade crafts, caring for the reindeer herd, making food, being out in nature. My family's been doing these things together since I was little. I'm very close to them. We told Katarina, Maria and Elina about HelloX and our focus on how climate change might impact our environment in the future. We asked them if they had any thoughts on how climate change might affect their own potential grandchildren. When it comes to climate change, my outlook on the future for my potential children and grandchildren is not so bright. One tries to care for environment, but there is so much exploitation. There isn't a lot of respect for the earth. Humans are losing their connection to what is real, where we live, the earth, the air we breathe, trees, the wind. The this is what is real. The more we move away from these things, the easier it is to exploit nature and change the earth. This is why it's so important to yoik. I believe that the climate will be different in 10 years, 20, 30 years, Maybe it will be completely different. That is why it's so important to Joik, 
so that our connection to the river and to the earth still lives. Det lever kvar. Alltså så att det lever kvar det här bandet, det här bandet till elven, det här bandet till till jorden överlag. Ja. Climate change. You know, we see the effects already. Because, for example, I come from a reindeer herding family, and we see that the ice doesn't freeze the way it used to. It isn't secure. We move the reindeer one to two months later than we used to, and we return them earlier. The pastures freeze. When the ground freezes, it makes it harder for the reindeer to access food. Reindeer herders move the reindeer herd from area to area depending on the seasonal changes. Everything is so uncertain. Nothing is like it used to be. This is what my grandparents and parents are saying. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it was different. This is something we need to live with. We need to deal with how things are now. You can't change it right now. But you need to believe it's possible to change it in the long term. But you should also say, you need to take care of what you have. Tell people that these are the problems we have now. We can't continue like this. Or these problems will get worse. Exactly. Just by living it, it does something to you. You change. Often, when we want to get back the things we've lost, what if this isn't possible? Then we most definitely need to take care of what we have right now. We can't continue at this speed. Because things escalate and escalate. It seems like we're not happy with what we get. Live in the moment. I've moved back home. I don't want to live in a city. People are always stressing there. We need to do things at our own pace. We need to have roots somewhere. A feeling of where we belong. Thinking, is what I'm doing now the right thing to do? Reindeer herding is something I'd like to continue with. But will it be possible for me to do in the future? I don't know. Is this something my children will be able to do? I want my children to live a good life. Each generation makes their best effort to make it easier for the future generations to do better. The fights that my grandmother fought, getting beaten for speaking Sami at school. My parents didn't have the right to learn Sami. Today, I am part of the positive generation. I now have the right to learn South Sami, Umesami. We asked Katarina, Maria and Elina to send a message to X, their potential granddaughter. Katarina gave her message in Umesami, and you can hear the whole message on our website, hellox.me. I hope that you speak Sami, because I will work for this my entire life. Don't forget that God is with you. Be exactly who you are. 
You are important. Do what you want to do. Go dotnule. Then let dotnule. Einas. Vikulis. Yeah. Eller bara jorket Be proud of who you are. Most likely you are proud. If we haven't raised you to be proud, then we've done a poor job. Be good towards others. Speak your first language. I'm still learning, and it becomes better day by day. Do exactly what you want. I've chosen to follow the music. I know this is right for me. And I suspect you also know what you want to do. I think a lot about... I don't think I'm able to imagine how my life will be when I'm old. Because things will most likely happen so fast in the next 10-20 years. I believe there will be changes that nobody has anticipated. Or that the changes come faster than expected. And if I can't imagine how my life will look like when I'm old then my potential children it will be a completely different world det kommer att vara en helt annan värld det är säker på That's all. Thanks to Katarina Barok, Maria Helena Fjellheim Mortensson, and Elina Vågemikalsen. Thanks to the whole Redo Redo staff and all the artists. The songs or yoiks that you've heard in this episode are sung or yoiked by Katarina, Maria, and or Elina. Some are their own songs or yoiks, and some yoiks have been found in archives. To learn more about HelloX, visit our website at hellox.me. LOX partners include Tromsø Municipality, Polaria Science Center, the Nansen Legacy Research Project, the North Norwegian Art Museum, from the High North Research Center for Climate and the Environment with its flagships, sea ice in the Arctic Ocean technology and agreements, effects of climate change on sea and coastal ecology, Effects of climate change on terrestrial ecosystems, landscape, society, and indigenous peoples. Environmental impact of industrial development in the north. Hazardous substances. Hello X 
theme music by Metatag on Hell Audio. Eisnine is supported by the Norwegian Art Council. Sparbank, Northern Norway. The Free Speech Foundation. Innovation Norway. Koro Public Art Norway. Hello X is produced by Ice Nine with Christine Sin, Anneli Stieberg, and Valentin Mans. Associate producers include Marina Borovaya and Annika Wistram. Sound mix by Nathaniel Gustin. Digital design by Ismet Bakhtiar. Story generator developed by Ferkel Industries. <laughs> Thank you.